This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey, all you nerds out there. Welcome to the Dumb Nerds podcast, a show where comedians talk about a smart topic they're too dumb for. I'm your host, Cassie Jerkins. And today on my show, I have special writer, comedian, performer, just seriously the best guys, Michael Lucid. And we're talking about soap operas. And one thing I knew about soap operas before we started diving into it Guys, this show's going to get real juicy because we're talking about some hot gossip in the world of soap operas. And Michael Lucid, he is awesome. He has a YouTube channel called Michael Lucid Presents. He has written for mod teams at the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater. He also moonlights as a drag lady reporter, Dominia Garcia. And you can follow Dominia at Twitter and Instagram at Dominia Garcia. That's at D-A-M-I-A-N-A-G-A-R. CIA. Also, if you really want to get into the world of Michael Lucid, he made an awesome documentary called Dirty Girls that I highly recommend you check out. If you're like, man, Michael soap operas, so great. I got to know everything about Michael Lucid. Watch his documentary, Dirty Girls. Also, if you happen to be shopping on Amazon before you type amazon.com, instead type boardwalkaudio.com slash dumb nerds and click the support our artist button. And then it'll take you straight to Amazon so you could shop like you normally would. Doesn't cost you anything, but it gives us a little kickback to keep this show going. Also, we now have a Facebook page, Dumb Nerds Podcast, and a Twitter at Nerds Dumb. Follow and like the page and you can get all the kind of special extra nerdy stuff like articles posted that where we got our research from so you can read up on it and get more nerdy and have some fun. And guys, without further ado, let's get into it. Michael Lucid and I talk about soap operas. Also, uh, side note, my cat Mimo does try to set himself on fire. He's a-okay. 100% okay. I promise you he's okay. I wouldn't let anything happen to Mimo. Okay. But it, uh, uh, enjoy the show. Welcome, Michael. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming on. I'm excited to be here. Oh, well, I'm really excited to talk about soap operas. As am I. I don't know <laughs> much about them, but I yeah. enjoy and appreciate them. Do you watch any soap operas or have you ever watched a soap opera? You know, over the years, I've, I, especially in junior high, when over the summer oh, I'd be home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would find myself watching Passions. Yes. That happens. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, this even predates that. I don't, I'm not sure when it got canceled, but there was one called Another World. Oh, Another, Another World. World. I like the name of that. It's so funny. In middle school, I had switched towns in seventh grade. The worst time to like change schools and everything. But when I moved there, another girl, Marky, had also moved there. So we were like, no one knows us. Let's be friends. And then we'll become friends with everyone over time together. And we would ride the bus. And sometimes when I'd go to her house, she's like, we have to watch Passions. Amazing. <laughs> that was her thing. She would get home from school, watch Passions, and I would just ask a bunch of questions to figure out what was happening. In the saga, and the grand. Yeah, because also the thing about Passions was up until that point, the things I knew about soap operas was what my mom watched. And she watched more of like Days of Our Lives and Young and Restless, which is just more like real life drama. But in Passions, there was magic and witches and yeah. yeah and that doll. The, the doll. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. So I was like, wait, 
What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a what a great way to bond with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two new kids. Yeah, the yeah, two new kids. That's great. Getting real weird. Uh, yeah, we would do that, and then at lunch we would play chess. We were Love real. It. We were real cool. That, yeah, I <laughs> appreciate. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the fun thing that I've been learning about soap operas was soap operas first started out on the radio. Mm. Hmm. The mother of soap opera was Erna Phillips. This is it all U.S. too, because like oh, there are lots of soap operas. People love soap operas around the world. Mm. Um, so I'm sure like maybe they were influenced by other countries. And then with the radio was let's let's get a soap opera on. And then it's called a soap opera because the shows were specifically for women, assuming they were like cleaning their houses while they were listening to the radio or later watching shows. So all the ads were soap and so cleaning funny. supplies. So that's where it just got the name soap opera. And then opera, of course, is a melodrama. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's yeah, so it re- really uh, tar- tar- targeting their demo. <laughs> yep, just, and... you know, rooted in classic sexism. <laughs> right, right there. Yeah. But they wrote great stories. Yeah, you know, I that's what I, I think I love what I love the most about soap operas is this concept of this never ending saga, this story yeah. that never ends and can mm-hmm. go for decades. Yeah. And- I know, especially growing up, all classic TV shows were like at the end, you would have a wrap up and the story would be over. And then the next episode you'd watch, it resets itself into a new problem. But soap operas always had that cliffhanger to get you to want to come back tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And uh, there are other countries where they know going into the soap opera, okay, we're only doing three seasons Mm. and they kind of know how it's going to end. But in the US, they're like, how long can we milk this for? Totally. Yeah. And some soap operas have gone on for years, which is crazy. The first one that was on TV was called Guiding Light. Mm. And it started in 1937 and it ended in 2009. That's amazing. Yeah. I can't even imagine how many actors and how many people worked on it. Yeah, seriously. And I wonder if there were any characters that had been there from day one to the end that'd be right incredible oh you know yeah living out their entire lives in that fictional world yeah i mean general hospital is still on the air and it started in 1963 so that's like when my mom was born (laughs) it's a whole lifetime Yeah. yeah um and then young and the restless was 1973 and it's still going Days of Our Lives, 1965, still going. Wow. And they're dwindling now, which is so sad. I feel like there's yeah. so few left. Yeah, there's only one, two, three, four left because Bold wow. and the Beautiful is still on, and that's 1987. Passion, sadly, only lasted nine years. That See, that's a tragedy. That is a tragedy. But uh, what is interesting about soap operas is television today is using those cliffhangers mm. and stuff, so... There's prime time, what we would call soap operas. They're just not calling themselves soap operas. Mm. Empire and Jane the Virgin is considered soap operas because of like the drama and the cliffhangers. And I don't watch Jane the Virgin, but I remember when it came back, it was trending on Twitter. I I guess her love interest got shot at the end of the finale. So then everybody was like, couldn't wait for it to come back. What's going to happen? Yeah. You know, so Walking Dead, they just did a really classic cliffhanger at the end of their season where Negan, Negan yeah, Negan finally yes. came and, and the, he clearly killed somebody, but you didn't know who he killled. And then you had to wait all, all summer. Yeah. Like yeah. six months. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely <sighs> emotionally invested in Walking Dead. So that yeah. was when I was. Oh, and they yeah. know you're coming back. They don't care yeah. that you're upset. They're like, 
you'll be back. Exactly. And it was like one of the biggest watch premieres of all time. Yeah. 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 It's crazy Even. how that is like, or yeah, has been like the number one show and, and yeah. it is in the pop culture consciousness, but maybe not even as much as other shows, but it, it actually in terms of viewers, it's, yeah. like the, it's mm-hmm. funny, but yeah. And then they know how to use those soap opera uh, motifs of keeping you hanging. Absolutely. Um, so like what makes a soap opera so melodramatic? Oh, I had this written down. Uh, But, oh, okay. It's the thing about it is it's all about the relationships and the characters Mm. and common motifs are always affairs and people dying, but then getting resurrected and... Sometimes there's demons involved. You know, per- perhaps the occasional demon. Yeah, the the twins. <laughs> evil twins. Gotta evil have twins, evil twins. Gotta have evil twins. Um, there's even, because shows go on for so long, a character can start out good, but then turn evil over time or vice versa. Mm, right. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we forget... Melrose Place, one of my favorite. Ooh, I never watched Melrose. Oh, okay, yeah. Is that another like kind of soap opery dramatic? Yes. Okay. Yeah, very much so, and definitely had kind of some funny character arcs that happen with characters eventually gradually going crazy or turning yeah. evil. Or oh, there was some of that going on. Yeah, definitely characters. I think there was, there was speculation if if the doctor or someone was dead and then were they dead and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Ooh. Yeah. So I wonder if they were influenced by soap operas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're in a writer's room and you're like, hmm, we need we need something fresh. What do totally. we do? And then, you know, you're, you're watching soap operas during the day and you're like, hmm, what if we made this character evil? Totally. Scandal. Uh, they love scandals. Yeah, just shake things up. Yeah, get people yeah. talking. Water cooler Water cooler talk for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's major. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And um, one thing I was reminded of about soaps was that funny thing that always happens right before the commercial break when there's 10 seconds of music and people uh-huh. are just like staring meaningfully yes! at each other. It cuts back and forth with like no dialogue. Yeah, it's yeah. It's such an odd... It's such an odd... I was reading about that too. Like one of the reasons why it's so odd is it's just not shot the same way that regular TV is shot. And usually it has to do with budgeting. They just don't have like super high tech fancy cameras that, you know, the Breaking Bad crew has. So it's probably good acting, but it's just like shot in this like weird way that it comes out weird. That that cheesy. Yeah. Kind of. (laughs) Video. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Cat. Is Kitty okay? <laughs> Guys, oh, was, sorry. Oh my god. My cat literally jumped on the table and there's a candle lit and he almost Did, started smoking. Yeah, there was yeah, there was yeah. smoke. That was Uh I'm gonna check on him real quick. That's a good yeah, that's a good yeah. Take a quick break. Definitely cat. smoke. Yeah, I saw that smoke. Wow, <gasps> cat is okay. That but yeah, was... I can smell it too, like burnt hair. Smoke. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely smell the burnt hair. That was exciting. I mean, that was that God, was dramatic, right? That really was like was that. Like, like that's where we'd have a commercial break. Ex- we just li- is had the a cat living... okay? Yeah, soap what opera happened? moment right yeah. there. We lived it. And then the character arc of Mimo would be the burn made him evil. Now he needs revenge. Yes, you know. And we would just stare at each other meaningfully for 10 yes, seconds. Yes, and like, oh, oh, yeah. what? Nemo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my, and then we'd cut to close-ups of him and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. just kind of looking at us. Like, yeah. He would be very good at those just staring long moments. Just really emoting. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. See it. I was reading about how people say soap opera actors are like the best actors because they get new scripts every day they have to memorize. Mm. 
and they have to behave in a way that's not realistic. Yeah. You know, which is, that makes it hard. I think in a real dramatic movie, it's, oh, well, I can channel what it's like for to lose somebody I love. But for soap operas, it's like, okay, the person I love was lying to me all along. It was really the evil twin that was manipulating me. And the person that I thought I was in love with is hiding in a cave or, you know, like totally. just really weird. And the other funny thing is that, cause, and maybe this is because like old school soap operas are different, but like in recent years, at least, because I feel like the, like the classic soap opera acting is like very melodramatic. Yeah. But then at some point they took on this new style. I think they were trying to go for naturalism or something, oh. but it comes off very weird because it's not naturalistic at all. Yeah. It's like this weird simulation where it's like, they're talking and having this kind of like conversational patter, but it's like very strange it's it's yeah. hard to describe it's like it's like a, an odd simulation of realistic can you do speak. like an example uh, okay i'm gonna try it and this okay, is okay. really weird because this is also having yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've not uh researched my source material <laughs> sufficiently but this is great everyone knows this is not r- reliable information unrehearsed <laughs> off the cuff so like maybe maybe um carrie and pat are on the tennis court and carrie's yeah. like Pat, oh, oh, hey, hey, Pat. I was just, uh, oh, you know, just hitting a ball around. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. And, and, and Pat, you know, there's a lot of stuttering, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which I think, you know. It's probably maybe like, what's my line or. Oh, that, yeah, totally. Because you know? they don't really get to do a lot of takes if it, Yeah, and more I'm sure the scripts are being written like the day before too. So it's. Totally. It's, yeah. you know what? It kind of might just be like the start of a clunky improv scene. Yeah. Hi, neighbor. Didn't Did, expect to run into you in the produce department at this Vons. Getting all that information Information. Out. So like, but then it's once you get into it. Okay, we know where we are. Or remind, oh, there's so many characters too. Yeah. So you got to remind people of the characters. Recap. Yeah. Oh, hi, Pat, who embezzled my mom for all she's worth. Let's hit this ball around. Totally. And actually, I think that's definitely another reason why the banter comes off so weird is because not only are they doing that conversational tone, it is they're recapping and and fitting so much information in that would make no sense to be rattling off. In like a conversational exchange. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like after that fiery car crash, you know, and I was in the hospital. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah. So weird. There has to be something really interesting that I think people obviously don't start at the beginning of a soap opera. Guiding Light, you know, how many people started right at 1937? People probably jumped in different years up until like the 80s or 90s or when, how long did it go for? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, because people are jumping in at different points, they had to, you have to hook in new viewers, you know, like if you just happen to be homesick or you just had, you know, a baby. So you're like, well, if I'm, you know, not working for the next few months, the baby's sleeping. What's on TV? Oh, fiery car crash. Go on. (laughs) Like, oh, that got me. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, that woman just slapped that man. Why? Why? I want to know. Yeah, you've got to get you hooked. And then and then that's why that dramatic cliffhanger to keep coming Mm -hmm. back. And that actually reminded me because I I, uh, have a really close friend who at least back in the day, she would watch all the soap operas, at least during high school. And she told me some I don't know if it's a hard fast rule, but it was something that like Mondays and Fridays are the only days when important events happen. And Tuesday through Thursday is almost like like recapping 
and setting up the next thing and sort of oh, foreshadowing. Interesting. Yeah. And I, I, if I remember correctly, she would tell me, she's like, yeah, the main days you got to watch are Mondays and Fridays. Cause Friday's yeah. going to have the cliffhanger mm-hmm. and oh. Monday's going to have the, the fallout from what yeah. happened Friday. My but, mom worked. And so it was very rare that she was home to watch soap operas. But the few times that maybe one of us was sick and she was staying home with us, she would watch it. And then I remember asking her, how can you follow? Like, you haven't watched the show in like a few months. And she's like, you you figure it out or you remember characters or you realize, oh, I liked this character. Oh, no, she's evil now. Why why is she evil? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And they, yeah. Can, they catch you up. Yeah. they re- So probably like, yeah, if you're jumping in at any point, that clunky dialogue is probably setting you Crucial, up. Yeah, yeah, to- yeah. yeah. Get the context. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and I always wondered about that for fans, like when a character changes like that becomes evil. Yeah. Or would they do the other big soap opera thing, which is to uh, switch out actors? Yeah. Thing mm-hmm. and- because, yeah, people don't, can't be on soap opera for 70 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, they, yeah, at some point, you know, maybe yeah. they book that other gig or. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. They're and like, just, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, they're so miserable. They're like, yeah. This, yeah, and then get yeah. Is it hard? I wonder for for viewers to get emotionally invested in another actor. Yeah, playing the same character. Probably, I'm sure. Yeah, you know? it's gotta be. I mean, it happens yeah. occasionally in other. Yeah, you know, like Dumbledore things yeah. like that. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, but that's also what I find fascinating is on magazine racks. There's always like soap opera magazines. Yeah, and they've been there as long as I can remember. So people totally. have to be buying them. They wouldn't right. There's got to at least be a viewer base. Yeah, yeah. And then I've noticed the headlines are like, "Is Clarissa really dead? Ben and Nancy together? Unbelievable!" You know. So many. Yeah. They still still going. Yeah. They still. Yeah, and I wonder if buying those magazines, it's you get to find out more things that maybe the show doesn't have time to tell you, or I have no idea because it's never like meet the actress and find out what she does in her free time. It's always about the characters. It's not like about the actors. Oh, that's neat. I, I kind yeah. of like that. That it, they just yeah. Yeah, it's like a magazine for the soap opera world. And yeah, and those fans, they get to sort of it, it reinforces that these are real living characters mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. having their own reality. That, it's so that's dramatic. It's really so is. much drama. <laughs> it's so funny. You know, it was occurring to me that I feel like shows like The Bachelor mm-hmm. are sort of, have sort of taken the place pop culture yes. wise. Yes. Of soaps. Mm-hmm. I don't watch too much reality TV, but it's like mm. if I'm, you know, visiting friend or family and it's on like, and we sit down and we watch it, the way it feels, it feels like watching a soap opera. Cause mm. it's like the music's really intense. Every commercial break, you're left wondering something. Yes. You know, it's never like everything feels finalized unless it's the series finale, I guess. That, but, yeah, final. but yeah, every commercial break is will Janice make it to the top of this mountain or what, what does Ben really think of these women? When he went on the hometown date, yeah. did he yeah, yep. yeah, connect yeah, yeah. with uh, Jill's <laughs> dad? Day. Yeah. Oh my god, I love I I'm sure if I watch those shows I'd love them. Cuz yeah, it sounds I, so funny like hometown date and usually there's a a risky date. Got to do something kind of risky together. Yeah, the um, terminology is yeah, such first a first impression date. Yeah. It's so it's like the level of cheesiness is so yeah. high and and just the way people talk about relationships on that show. Yeah. No one sounds like a real human being who's ever been in a yes, human relationship yes. or you know <laughs> It's like, what I, are you talking about? Like, it sounds exhausting. Yeah. Like, both sides. To be someone who's like, okay, I got to date these 50 women and, and pick one. Every day you're going on a date, probably going on multiple dates. 
That, how does that at all mirror like some, yeah building a yeah. substantial relationship with someone yeah. and like and then the other side is this is my only option <laughs> and I have to beat all these other women and become the one yeah. and it sounds exhausting and emotionally not healthy <laughs> yeah it's a definitely pathological yeah. both sides yeah. for everybody yeah, for yeah. him and for all yeah the you women. gotta have a, you probably develop an ego yeah you know? seriously having this yeah. like. Yeah, and, and all these women fawning over me and then maybe it doesn't work out and then you have to go back in the dating world. Oh God. And yeah. you're like, why? I have my rose. Where are these women? Exactly. They should be clawing at me. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have to step. Yeah. To return yeah. to reality is going to be it. Oh, and that reminds me like a few years ago, there was, I didn't watch it, but I heard of it. There was one where like, cause it was always the bachelor or the bachelorette is usually like super rich. Mm, so that's really yeah. gross in itself. Cause this is my meal ticket. Totally. But there was one where they said the guy was a millionaire, but then at the end he was like, uh, actually I'm dirt poor. I don't have a job. So good. But now do you love me? <laughs> it was a real test of, yeah. 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 I don't remember integrity. what happened, but sounded like they were pulling one over on everybody. Yeah, which as they should. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah, that and that's, I feel like that's a perfect soap opera storyline. A rich man or like a poor man pretending to be rich, you oh, know. Oh, that's so soap opera. Yeah, 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 to marry the rich girl and then steal all the money and sneak away, break her heart. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is that that's, that's yeah, ripped straight from yeah, yeah. soap opera scripts. <laughs> if you were on a soap opera, do you know like what kind of character you'd want to be? Oh my gosh, I've never <laughs> thought about this. This is it would be so much prospect. fun. It would be so fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can kill your character off anytime. So it's not thirty years later. You're like, wait, get me out. Totally. Yeah. I, you know what? I would I would want to be the character who. Um, it's like the eccentric mm-hmm. kind of dandyish uncle who's oh, always yeah, yeah. around and mm-hmm. has like monogrammed handkerchiefs. Ooh, and like very classy. Very classy. Yeah. Very kind of Tennessee Williams, mm-hmm, maybe some mm-hmm. like lavender suits Ooh, or something. Yes. <laughs> and my like mustache always like really Ooh, pomaded mm-hmm. and like just a real, yeah, like an antique. Yeah, yeah, just kind of this like fey eccentric antique yeah. dealing uncle <laughs> who come and a real gossip. I'm always sipping on yes, my uh, yeah. You have to have a flaw, of course. You yes. can't be perfect. No, so. where's the fun in that? Yeah, yeah you got to generate story. I, I got to be the town gossip, and mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. always on my porch with some mint julep tea. And just, yes, just yes. you know, <laughs> my ears always collecting mm. uh, the stories from around the yeah. around the block. Yeah, I, I feel like. Writing for that character, I would maybe have you spread some gossip that maybe gets a character you really like killed and then you feel guilty about it for a long time or maybe spread gossip about the wrong person. So then they kidnap you and hold you hostage. Whoa. I I, I like seeing that character getting into some real trouble. Trouble. Yeah, he has to. Yeah, he's got some real stakes. Mm -hmm. He can't just be... Yeah, you can't just be too comfortable on his porch. Yeah. You gotta get out there, get his hands dirty. I assume like every character on a soap opera can't get too comfortable no no yeah no yeah. one no one's safe yeah especially yeah. in the writer's room if there's a character that's too comfortable they're probably coming for you that's true that's mm-hmm. a red flag yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, how about you which character would Ooh, you be which one would i like to be um hmm i was thinking like the idea of spreading the gossip would be really fun oh, like yeah. oh did you hear about janet totally. and then i heard blah 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 um yeah uh just Filthy rich, just t- 
too too much money mm. that I've never worked a day in my life. So I, I I don't get common people or anything. Just real gross. Always wearing like a beautiful gown. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Even like in the morning, I'm already decked out, beautiful, but have nowhere to go. Oh, that's great. Yeah, just yeah. sending the staircase yeah. in the like chiffon bathrobe yeah. with mm-hmm. the and jewels already on. Maybe. Jewels already on because I'm already like, too rich for anything. The only thing that gives me pleasure is murder. Yes. I'm tuning in because I want to see which. Yeah. yeah. Now she murders. She definitely has like her butler go get people for her. Oh, yeah. And then she like murders them in the house and the butler has to like chop up the body and get rid of it. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, and then maybe the butler gets sick of doing all the bidding. And turns, turns on, on me. Amazing. Amazing. I die. But then I get resurrected. I'm now a witch. Naturally. Naturally. I, lo- I love it. It's, yeah, it's very passions. Very. Yeah. Uh, I read Port Charles was another one that I oh, never saw. Oh, I never heard of Port Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd never seen an episode, but apparently it was also very supernatural. It had like. Yeah, apparently that's like a common theme of demonic possession. Even passions, I can't remember people getting possessed. I just remember like really beautiful girls walking in and seeing the doll alive and then, uh-oh. Right, there's trouble. Trouble, trouble you know too much now. <laughs> Incre- yeah, and, and the and the and his mother or owner, the woman, was apparently Haley Mills's or is Haley Mills's sister in real life. Oh. So there's a parent trap connection, which... Oh, wow. They, yeah, which I, yeah. I, I love. I that. remember liking her. Yeah. Their, their scenes great. together were like, this is so weird, but also amazing yes they're yeah. great dynamic great mm-hmm. chemistry yeah they were like good actors too because i remember other yeah. actors oh you're you're very beautiful yeah you don't have to do much but then it was yeah when they get together and scheme and everything it was yeah. great so feisty i know is this yeah. timmy yeah was like timmy? little timmy or little something timmy yeah something. yeah yeah definitely um, a highlight that's like all I remember from the show. I can't remember yeah. any, you know, cut to a school or cut to this. Cause I remember it was young, pretty people and then them and they were scheming, but I don't know why they were scheming or. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's true. The, to me and the lady have eclipsed my memories of everything. Yeah. And I remember there was one actor who I thought was very handsome and mm-hmm. he went on to have, I think he debuted on that show and he. Oh, yeah. Went on to have a very illustrious career in one of the the bigger soaps and still is on a soap. Wow. This is not helpful because I do not know his name. <laughs> I don't know about him. But, but, you know. Tracking his career. Yeah. Try and Google that, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> Handsome man from yeah. passions to mm-hmm. other show. Yeah. And everyone knows George Clooney was on General Hospital. Oh. And that was his. Debut. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be the dream for so many soap actors is yeah. that to be the launch pad. And then it must be, you know, frustrating if they feel like they plateau with the mm-hmm. soap yeah. and don't go beyond it. Okay. Yeah. Clooney's got to be one of the beacons of hope. He's yeah. Sort of the gold standard of. It's yeah. I, I imagine it's got to be kind of like you move to L.A. and you're like yeah. auditioning. You're doing student films. I feel like you're never going to get it. And then you get a soap opera gig, which is basically a nine to five job. Yeah. You know. It's like, as long as your character's not getting written off or killed off or whatever, you could be there for years and years and years. It's probably like very exciting in the beginning. And then after a while, you're like, is this it? Like, you know, people feel trapped. And yeah, there is actually a ton of people that were on soap operas that got famous, Oh, which is some of the names are very surprising. I will oh, read I wonder. Them yeah. I know I've heard Meg Ryan, I think. Yep. Meg was, Ryan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kelly Ripa. Okay. Brad Pitt. Oh. Demi Moore. Oh, that's. Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, Swan's Crossing. Or was it another one too? 
Uh, <clears throat> yeah. There was a teen soap. I don't know how long it was on the air. Maybe just a season. Mm-hmm. But I remember being very young and watching Sarah Michelle Geller on Swan's Crossing. Uh, I hate this article. You know how some articles, it's boom, it'll list everything on one page. And then yeah. the other one's like, we want you to click on everything. I hate that. Um, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm getting to her, but Brad Pitt. Oh my gosh. We have to look at this picture um, of Brad Pitt. Whoa, he's so young. He's like very... a surfer boy. He's got a little cross earring in his ear. Looking so cute. he's definitely like a good boy character. Uh, he was he played Chris on Another World in the eighties. Another World, maybe I saw him. Yeah, when I was in my brief Another World. Yeah, yeah. Moment. So that was, and then he got Thelma and Louise, and the rest is history. Wow, that was his big yeah breakthrough. There's Demi, Demi Moore, General uh, Hospital. Look how young she, she is. So young, so beautiful. It's funny when you see these photos of them in the context of the soap. It makes total sense. It's like yes, yeah. She looked in this, and also she auditioned against a thousand other actresses for this part. Whoa, that's we already think acting in this town is so competitive. They have to Every, audition against a thousand people to get on a soap for opera. A soap. It's like everything's competitive. There's like a line. For, uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome everything. to Hollywood. Get in line. Oh, Meg oh. Ryan. She's in a wedding dress. She Look looks so her. young and innocent. So, um, so what show radiant. is she on? As the world turns. Oh, uh, okay. The girl searching for love in all the wrong places. Oh. Oh, that's, that's... definitely an archetype, though. Oh, sure. That is. Yeah. Oh, so maybe, yeah, maybe she marries this guy and then he's just like, not good. He's yeah, evil. Good. Who's Josh Duhamel? Oh, Josh Dumel. Which I learned at some point. Okay, yeah. great, great, great. Married to Fergie from oh. Black Eyed Peas. Oh, and, uh, so that's like his claim to fame is his marriage. And I think being... that's a highlight. He is in the Transformer movies, Transformers, but I, got I don't it, got think it. he's the... The selling point of the movies. <laughs> it's Shia LaBeouf, right? Definitely Shia. And, you know, uh, big robots. <laughs> big and big robots are the mm-hmm, big, mm-hmm. yeah, those yeah, are yeah, the, yeah. the big draw. And now yeah. Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, oh, has replaced right. Shia as the oh. human star. What about, is uh, Megan Fox still in all of them? or No longer. Because I remember she, Michael Bay, right? She was right, like, She insulted Michael Bay. Yeah. Or, I mean, but I don't want to say insulted. She rightfully called him Hitler. <laughs> rightfully what do i know but i yeah, yeah, yeah. but apparently yeah apparently he was just a, a real not, yeah. a, not a pleasure not a pleasure to work with yeah and, but then there was some redemption because then he put her in the teenage mutant ninja turtle movies as april that's right which why <laughs> right I mean, yeah i'm sure she's great i don't watch a lot of michael bay movies but april it's like oh you could have got someone that looked like the cartoon or like totally i don't know i just kind of imagine april being more like spunky and megan right. fox isn't she strikes me as like very sexy and beautiful, but not. I gotta report. Right? Yeah, she's a little more, a little more wooden, a little, yeah. a little, a little, a little, a little. You know, you know, she would be great on a soap opera. She would. Yeah, she would fit. Yeah, right in. I think she'd fit right in. Yeah, maybe like a beach soap opera. I could see that kind of a Baywatch. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see it. I could yeah. see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Josh Dumal. Yeah, look at him. All my, all my children. All my children. Yeah. It's amazing how certain people look like they were made for soap. Yeah, he definitely looks like a classic. You look at that headshot and you're like, get this guy on all my children's stat. Needs to yeah. happen. Yeah. I guess girls got real weak in the knees. Over his him. heartthrob. He played Leo Depress. And he won a daytime Emmy. 
Oh, wow. That's right. There are daytime Emmys. Yes. And in fact, I uh, was seeing, I was reading in preparation for today that, that, that that those have kind of, I think because so there's so few soaps now, Mm -hmm. daytime Emmys have also sort of, because they used to be televised. Yeah, yeah. And then it moved from the networks to basic cable. And now they're not, as of last year, I think. They're they're not not, on one of the thousands of channels. They're like, not enough people, even on an an obscure channel, will watch this. Yeah. I remember in the 90s, everyone loved Maury and Jerry Springer and Montel Williams, Ricky Lake, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. There were like hundreds to pick from. Those have dwindled. Those have dwindled, yeah. It's like you got your Dr. Phil and Oprah. And a little yeah. Maury. A Maury's little Maury. He's but still around? All he does is paternity. I feel like every show is about oh, like Maury, no. paternity. Ta- I feel like he found his niche. Yeah. He's like, this is what I do now. But that's a good cliffhanger. It, it, it is. That does generate. Keeps people in, gets them to sit through those ads. And it's a classic soap opera narrative of yeah. <laughs> who's the father. Yeah. So that that's true. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. I feel, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like 80s and 90s were such treasures for weird pop culture that kind of has mm-hmm. disappeared or is yeah under- so i'm wondering what's on during the day do you know <laughs> and i like many have cut the cord and don't yeah even have i don't TV, have a tv so i i don't even casually watch i'm I've, just assuming yeah. news people news. really like cnn fox news yeah um, you know your local news totally it's it's probably been at least five years since i've had cable in my home yeah and, I feel like it was, yeah, maybe some really, really low budget reality TV yeah. shows and maybe some like America's yeah. Funniest Home Videos reruns. <laughs> it's just reruns and stuff, maybe. Maybe just reruns. Yeah. Oh, you can watch Friends at one in the afternoon. Oh, I bet that must yeah. happen. And, and then yeah. a, kids shows and. What a, it's a wasteland. Weird. They don't even have That's Saturday so morning weird. cartoons anymore, which. What? Which is crazy. That's was, right. That's right. They got rid of. It's like not What's even on Saturday thing. mornings now? It's so yeah. I the last I checked, they have like maybe like two, and they're like yeah. these like CG yeah dinosaur things. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just a a, a pale ghost of what it w- was in our childhood. Yeah, like, that's so true. And then I feel growing up, if I would go to other people's houses, the TV was just always on. Like yeah. even if no one was watching it, the TV was on. That's but thing, yeah. now the TV's not. On. That's so is it because everyone's on their phones or everyone's looking yeah. at tablets, but they're not looking at TV, they're looking at social media. Yeah, or, or like or, I, I don't know, people hiking or, or like well, working or better, I don't know. I like or that, like, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's like a childhood thing of like, oh, you want to come over to my house and then you just end up watching TV, TV together. TV is like the go to yeah. thing. Yeah. What's, yeah. What do kids do these days? Right. That's a good question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play dates. Yeah. But I have heard kids don't hang out in person as much anymore because Uh-oh. they can just text each other. Everyone's just IMing. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. See, maybe that was the start of it when we started getting on AIM. Right. Because I remember, like, being at school and then just going home and continuing to talk to the same people, but now online. Right. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is there's, like, a slight generational gap, too, because uh, I'm just a skosh older. <laughs> just a skosh. Just and a skosh. Sure. <laughs> and, um, but, but my sister, who's 29, mm-hmm. she grew up with aim and yeah. like the whole thing and she yeah. had the whole experience and she really was the forefront that her generation what you know yeah. mm-hmm. as all the social mm-hmm. media really took hold and i was just before it like right before it so i just missed it so did you think it was weird you're like what why is she totally on the like, weird yeah yeah like for me it was um aol was becoming a thing but like you know i graduated
graduated high school in 96. And so mm-hmm. really like Prodigy. Yeah. Do you know what Prodigy? It was like this yeah. Weird... I was on Prodigy at like oh, okay. five years old. Hilarious. That makes sense. <laughs> My grandfather yeah. was really into computers. So yeah. I remember I could only go on the internet at his house. My mom didn't have the internet yet. My other mm. grandparents didn't have a computer. Yeah. Prodigy. And then it turned into AOL. Right. Kids only. <laughs> Kid, that's so funny. That yeah. Was... But I don't even remember Prodigy having group chats. It was, uh, I said something, because a friend of mine, I would go to his house because he did it. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> it was, and I was like so mystified. It, yeah, it was very cool. The dial up thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, Having totally. to get a second line just for the internet. Just so the telephone was plugged into that. Yeah, or, yeah. Because yeah, you couldn't talk on the phone. And you, had to, you had to choose. Yeah. Gonna, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I feel like if he would get like knocked off of it or would, yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. And and I'm trying to remember if it was just, was it just mess? Was it basically almost like emails? Like was he? Yeah. Was I'm trying to, people? like, I remember the logo. It was like a star. It was like probably a blue star maybe. That's how, yeah. I remember Prodigy. blue. I don't really remember what I did on Prodigy. I was yeah. also five years old. <laughs> like oh, what is it? Enough. But, fair and then I remember yeah. getting on AOL and AOL, when you would log in, you'd have to do the dial tone and you'd watch the little guy run. Right. And the then, three yeah. Step process. yeah. And right. then it would, it was kind of like a Yahoo template, whatever the news was, Oh, that but it was page. like kids news. So it was a lion was born at the zoo. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like very cute. And then, yeah. And then you could go, you could read articles or chat. I think those were like the only two options. It's like chat with people or like read about the news. Play games too, I think. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. I remember getting addicted to a game, Brawl Me. And when it was your turn, you would get the word like balloon. And then you, as quickly as you can, you would use your mouse and try to draw like a shitty balloon. And then you'd be in a chat room and people try to be guessing what it was. And Uh, finally, when someone typed in the word right and spelt it right. Cause sometimes oh, people the- weren't spelling it right. And you're like, Ugh. and then when they get it right, you would then get another word and you'd try to go as fast as you can to get as many points. Oh, that's, I, yeah, it was graffiti. It was different names like draw me graffiti. Uh, I never played that. But yeah. I, ooh, I, think I was like, addicted for a while oh, back, back in the day. <laughs> that was, I, 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 my sister was, I bet. Cause she yeah, was yeah. all about it. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. All the, yeah. And then fun. the group chats, Right, like, yeah. What were we yeah. even talking about? Yeah, I don't even... I remember there were, like, you could go in different ones. You could be like, I like cats, and then everyone just talked about their cats, or I like this TV show. There's probably soap opera ones. I bet there must have been. Yeah. There must but have the been, real, yeah. the ones you were like, I think the babies were like, working up to was the ones when you're like, 16 and single, or, uh, you know, like, I think it quickly just... That's kind of what it turned into. Just a little, little sexy, yeah. mm-hmm. a little sexy. Yeah, yeah my aunt or, met her husband on what? like a divorced uh, group chat. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. That works. Yeah, it works. <laughs> they were living in different states at the time, and like just chatting. And then you know, one day one of them was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to San Francisco," and the other one's like, "Hey, I'm actually going to be in San Francisco that time." And then the rest is history, folks. That's what I love. <laughs> that love story. Yeah. It's That's... so weird, but I'm sure a lot of people did. And then now it's all dating apps and. Right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which is, yeah, crazy. Seriously. All right. Who else got famous? Oh, oh no. Yeah. I know oh. Kylie Minogue was on an Australian so Oh, who's, called, who's Kylie Minogue? Oh, she's an Australian pop singer. Oh. Very niche. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. for any fans of pop divas Ooh, of the globe, divas. from around the globe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, but you know who else was from her show, Neighbors, was um, that song, Natalie and Brulia. 
who sang that uh-huh. song Torn. That was like her oh. one. She was one kind of one hit, but she was, she was a soap opera on, or yeah, an actress. And then that's so interesting to me too, as people who maybe get famous from music who were first an actor and then yeah. was because like Lady Gaga, I think was an oh, aspiring oh. actress. And then she started yeah. doing pianos. It caught on and then boom. She just went in that yeah. direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or vice versa. Like what if somebody was like a musician and then they started acting and then everyone's like, they're a great actor. Totally. And that's happens yeah. more and more. People yeah. Are- Crossing over and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Look at this baby, oh. Sarah oh. Michelle Geller. Wow. She looks so cute. Her, like, earliest beginnings. Yeah. Oh. At 18, all my children. Amazing. And she won a Daytime Emmy for Outstanding Younger Actress. Wow. Oh, well, I will take this web. Oh, this is in style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did not mention Swan's Crossing, which so for me. was on Swan's Crossing. That was my yeah. introduction to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think it was very short-lived. But she was this aristocrat, definitely glamorous. Oh, wow. Like the, the of the town. She was the, the yeah. alpha. Mm-hmm. Mean girl of the town and had a chauffeur in her limo. And Ooh. That reminds stuff. me of her character in Cruel Intentions. Oh, yeah. Very, it was very Cruel Ooh, Intentions. Ooh, that's a good film. That is such a good that film. That was a film that. watching in high school. Everyone's like, I'm watching Cruel Intentions. And you were like, so cool. It was the naughty film. It was the to naughty, watch. super cool film to watch. Yeah. Totally. Doing cocaine. So, yeah, yeah just decadent, but, wealthy yeah. teens. And this one, it looks like she's clutching her book bag and like Uh-oh. her hair is pulled back. She just looks so innocent. She does. Oh my gosh, you guys. John Stamos, oh, General wow. Hospital, another George Clooney. Wow, wow. They yeah. really churned out some stars on there. And again, looks so young, 18. So young. That feathered hair. That great. he always has great hair. Always. Always. He wouldn't be caught dead. Never. Yeah. Well, I just watched him on Scream Queens. I don't know. If, I oh. was one of the three people who watched. I heard no <laughs> did it, did it get taken it. off or did I it last? Heard it will most likely get canceled now. It had two seasons. Yeah. And which, what was. You know, it's a good run. But it's, was it. Is it Glee, but horror singing? It started out more kind of teen. Uh huh. Because it was in a college, mm-hmm. the first season, and then the second season. It was it's set in a hospital, so the same characters. Oh, well, it's it's a campy spoof of like the horror genres. And, yeah, but so so it's, it's in their absurd heightened world that mm-hmm. these sorority girls in the second season all become nurses just because they just like, <laughs> and they're like Let's shift gears. We're gonna be nurses now. Yeah, and, and you just accept. Yeah, that's just fine. Go with it. Yeah, they all got into nursing school, no problem. Passed and. Jobs waiting for them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. At yeah. the same hospital. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All got placed together. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But it was. It was, No. I enjoyed it. Watched. Watched every episode. Did that one have a lot of cliffhangers? And it did. See? It, it very See? much did. Yeah. 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 Very based. <laughs> and then John was he a doctor? Or? He was a doctor. So it was really <gasps> returned to his roots because I never made that connection. Oh I yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Was really returning to his roots. So if you were in General Hospital, that meant you worked at a hospital. I guess, although I mean, but like, he was eighteen. But it doesn't really go into detail about yeah, he was so what young. his character was. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because he'd be like a very young doctor. Yeah, like a um, school Doogie Hauser. Oh, like a Doogie yeah, Hauser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. So he did that. He was on General Hospital for two years before he became Uncle Jesse. Wow. That means he was twenty when he was Uncle Jesse. That's insane. That he felt so old. Did. <laughs> they Isn't all that- were like so old. Exactly. Oh Everyone seemed like gosh. just like you know, like grown ups. Yeah. 
And then... Well, did we know they were all... Uh, Julianne Moore. I had oh, no idea. I did not know that either. No idea. Yeah. Uh, she the played world. the classic good twin, evil twin. Oh, she did both? <gasps> she did. Oh, she's so talented. What I a, love what her. What a multifaceted Yeah, actress. she played Franny and Sabrina Hughes on As the World Turns. Oh, my goodness. Oh, 1983. Foreshadowing her yeah. illustrious and roles the, to come. Oh, and then she won a daytime Emmy for Outstanding Ingenue in oh. a drama series. I just love all these different categories. That is where that is so daytime Emmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't have that in the regular that one. That is great. Yeah. Very appropriate. If you're going to do a soap, you always want to play twins. But then you learn that there's nothing more boring than acting with yourself because you know what's going to happen. Oh. That's what Moore said about her experience. At the tender age of yeah. 14, probably. Right, probably. She looks so young. Yeah. But also gorgeous and adorable yes and and she's wearing like very fancy uh she looks like she's rich like a rich princess she does yeah 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 that was something i was reading about soap operas is it's very common that everything is it looks wealthy like leather couch or the red velvet couches lots of flowers everywhere Mm. yeah and dark rooms all the rooms are dark dark. yeah really maybe Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, and I do remember that. Like, I feel yeah, like does, a lot of yeah. drama was in these dark living rooms. That's you know, three characters, yeah, kind of, or like mm-hmm. dramatic, make it more dramatic visually, or yeah, that's funny. I feel like a classic scene is like three people talking, like everything's fine. One leaves, and then the woman's like, "What are you doing here? Mm. I had to come and see you. No, you didn't. You slept with my sister." So good. They get right into it. Yeah, they got to tell you just to remind you. Which is, yeah. Yeah, we don't tiptoe. Yeah, just diving right in. Which also, that was one thing interesting I read too, is that in other countries, more Mm -hmm. soaps are, do show more diversity in the class system. Like, there'll be more working class stories. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. an interesting American thing that it's very aspirational and just about wealth and glamour. Whereas, like, in England, one of the big ones is called EastEnders. Uh I don't know if I've ever seen an episode, but but apparently it's just about, like, working class families. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of interesting. Oh, wow. That is interesting. It makes sense when the radio soap operas it started mm. off like a radio show and then it went to like tv in the 30s and 40s great depression let's not think about how poor oh, we are like let's makes... watch these you know almost royal royalty like americans right you know? it's like this fantasy yeah. to yeah especially people are kind of struggling yeah That's... but then maybe it's also humbling to be like they're rich but my problems aren't like theirs. <laughs> oh, true too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Not it's all cracked up to be. And... Yeah. 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 Wow. Money doesn't buy happiness. Yeah. But if you're going to wash your dishes, buy the soap. <laughs> but we got time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Clean your house. Don't forget. Be a good wife. Right. Uh, yeah. I was with some friends yesterday. And we were watching Coke commercials from the 50s. Oh, are they crazy? They're crazy. They're like, oh, and like cigarette commercials too. Uh, yeah. So the Coke commercial we watched was very much like, you know, the wife is always out with her girlfriend shopping at the mall and they get thirsty. They got to come in to oh, the man. diner for a Coke. And then it was these two beautiful classic housewives sitting at a diner, listening to the jukebox and drinking Coke and laughing. Oh, and they had all these shopping boxes behind them. Of yeah, course. it was like they got to They're carrying all those boxes. They need to sit down. They're yeah. women. <laughs> exactly. Doing the, 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 yeah. the, the strenuous woman's work. Work of women be shopping. Shopping. <laughs> you know, spending those yeah. dollars. And then uh, the cigarette one we watched, 
was, look at all these doctors that approve Camel cigarettes. Even saying like throat specialist and like, so I think it was just when they were realizing that these were like cancer sticks. Right. And trying to. Yeah. Trying to be like, but but, but doctors smoke camels and it's fine. Yeah. Such an odd thing. Very, very weird. Yeah. Ricky Martin was on a, was in General Hospital too. Look at that mane, lustrous he, mane of yeah. He was a hair. hospital orderly, but he's got long shoulder, like past the shoulder length hair. He looks oh, great. Oh, he does. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah, definitely fits in with his body of work. Yes, yes, yes. Get it, Ricky? Yeah, seriously. Known as Kiki to his close friends and relatives. I did not know that. Kiki about Martin. What? <laughs> this is new information. Yeah. Also, General Hospital. Wow. Yeah, General Hospital. Apparently, that's maybe the that maybe that was like the soap opera everyone wants to oh, get. Oh, that was like to. the best one. Yeah, maybe, the classiest one. Oh my God, Ryan Philippe. Is I that think it's Philippe. Philippe, who was famously married to Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Cruel Intentions. Cruel Coming back. <laughs> it all comes together. Uh, he looks like such a baby in this picture. Look at him. Seventeen years old. Look at that um, smile. I know. He's so cute. Just looking at him, I'm imagining him to be like a good character because he just looks so innocent. So innocent. Yeah. Um, so he played Billy Douglas on One Life to Live and he played the first gay teenager on a daytime soap. That's so good for him. Good for him. He says, when I auditioned, I had no idea Billy was gay. They told me and I said, oh, OK. Uh, wow. That's well that. So I wonder if, well, maybe, yeah, it sounds like going into it, but it would have been interesting if it was, he was on the show for a while and they were like, we've decided your character is now gay. Right. That would be, yeah. (laughs) That's classic soap move Mm -hmm, to do that. mm -hmm. Pull that. So definitely get why it would be like an acting challenge of being like, oh, we've decided you're evil now. Or retroactively, never mind the three years of your. Yeah. You're going to murder the love of your life. Tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Prep. <laughs> be off book. Yeah. By tomorrow, 8 a.m. Yeah. All right. I that's, think that's the list. Wow. Um, well, you know what that oh, wow. brought to mind, too, was um, the movie Soap Dish, uh-huh. which was definitely, definitely rented very often in my, <laughs> by me. Ooh. And, uh, <laughs> Most checked know? out by Michael Lucy. Absolutely. <laughs> find it in your local blockbuster. It's at my house. <laughs> And yeah, it was, and it was the whole behind the scenes of being on a soap opera, being on a soap and it would, it got into those kind of goings on the people getting written off shows, you know, rack of anxiety, would they be written off the show? Yeah. Killed off. Yeah. Killed off this episode. Wasn't that a joke on Friends? Oh, do they talk about the movie soap dish? No, I, if I remember. Oh, Drake Ramore. Oh, was Joey's character on oh, okay. a soap opera? Yeah, I, I, I've seen episodes of Friends mm. just enough to kind of get the big picture of characters. But I remember like he was on a soap and wasn't he like egotistical? So they killed him in an elevator crash or something. Yeah, <laughs> he had an evil really... twin. Oh, he had an evil twin. An evil twin, and he also, I think maybe after he fell down the uh, the elevator crash, <laughs> they were going to transplant his brain into well. <laughs> They this really is really funny. It. This is actually really funny. Yeah, um, totally. So they like transferred his brain into a, basically another actor. Yeah, I remember because <laughs> Susan yeah. Sarandon came on and she was uh-huh. acting on the soap with him on the show. Oh, okay. Oh, and then I think what ended up happening was did they put her brain in his body? Something happened. Yeah. I think he had to <laughs> act like Susan Sarandon. I'm, gosh. 
forgive me, friend, fans of friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm butchering sure people, this storyline, but yeah. Well, I always tell people, hey, send me an email and tell us how wrong we were oh, about that's things. Great. Yeah, yeah, they'll, yeah they'll clear. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not a friends expert. I just remember. All I know is I feel like they wrote him off because he was being a jerk or something. Mm. And then that led to him not his acting career kind of falling to the wayside. Yes. Like, because he couldn't get anything after that for a while. And and then like later on, I think they had him come back for one episode. So we yeah. thought he would get back. But I think they ended up killing him in like an elevator again or, oh, or okay, something. Okay. Something very silly. But yeah, I didn't even, I don't even, I haven't seen the ones of him like acting on the show. Oh yeah. Like being on a soap. Cause that sounds really fun to see. That's like kind of soap dishy, like see behind the scenes of being on a soap opera, but totally. in a sitcom world. Right, right. Their, yeah. their take on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I was a dedicated, uh, viewer of friends. So side, oh, side of so, okay. yeah, although yeah. now I, what kind of friends band am I, if I don't remember but the, the show's details. been off the air for quite a while now. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. been a little minute. But I can say, because then when they finally added them to Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Because I would always watch them in syndication. So mm-hmm. I would also see certain episodes over and over again. The ones that always, Like for the popular reason, ones. Like, yeah. let's air that George Clooney one again. Or, again. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then, but so Smelly I went cat. through the Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. I filled in the gaps and saw the episodes I oh, had never seen on TV. That's right. Yeah. That's another yeah. phenomenon that we are spoiled by now oh, is like of being able to binge watch things and watching something in order right? and not, yeah. yeah, not having a uh, television station being today you're watching season four, ep six of friends. Yeah. Just a real, you know, like yes. jumping around. Yeah. Real. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. a real grab bag surprise. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which one's it going to be? Totally. Yeah. And I remember still- there was times where like friends was so popular. It would be like, now a full hour of friends. So you'd get a seven and a seven thirty one. Oh, definitely watch both episodes. They're, yeah, but like they were not it wasn't sequential. No, different, yeah, yeah. Completely yeah. different seasons. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. And I think if I remember correctly, and it, because I cut the cord, maybe yeah. this still happens every day and I just don't know it anymore. But mm-hmm. it would be like if it was like friends, like Every day at five o'clock, it would be like season two. So you could kind of watch season oh, two every okay, day. And yeah. then at 530 would be like season seven. So they'd be on two separate tracks. Oh, kind of, and they do the same thing with Will and Grace. Oh, so watch Will and Grace. yeah. A lot of Will and Grace. In right. So and in, so maybe that was kind of, yeah, it was kind of always going. And then when it got to the end, it would just like start cycle over. Cycle back and they'd be on different oh, cycles. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. That makes that sense, was, you know. It was just jumping in at different at different times, times and it was like, stream. where are we? Yeah, are you trying, know trying to orient myself here? Yeah, with my reruns. who's with who? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I will lay claim to an emotional dependency on friends at certain times in my life. Sure, sure. I, I got to do the five o'clock block. Yeah, hour yeah. Block, and I've got to do my the friends. eleven o'clock. Yeah, it's got to see my friends. I got to got to see my friends. Got to see, and that's a show that's like you're gonna find out what happens at the end for the most mm-hmm. part and it was a big deal if there was a cliffhanger in sitcoms right because it would be like a, a part deal. one part two to be continued was a big and thing. you're like i have to wait a week right yeah, yeah that's so true and that is so true what you were bringing up because with most 80s and 90s shows yeah it, it was all the kind of procedural style yeah or what have you where yeah it was self-contained yeah conflict of the week instead of yeah. these 
saga now yeah and i wonder if that was influenced by like shows like happy days because happy days was really famous for being made in the 70s but it's we're purposely putting it in the 50s because you could be anybody and watch the show and be like, oh this is not my time so i can be engaged with it because i'm an outsider oh that's it's like universal like anyone can watch the show um so maybe they're just kind of well let's make it that yeah if it is someone jumping in at season five episode two they don't have to know too much about these characters to like enjoy the story this 22 minute story right yeah right right right. yeah that's yeah yeah that make that's a good business model yeah because as somebody who hasn't sat and watched friends from beginning to end i can at least tell you the characters yeah some big things that happened to them just by like maybe probably the 10 episodes i've watched you know of, from like different seasons you know so true so yeah, true but yeah. i'm realizing there is a pocket a treasure trove of oh. soaps that we have not touched upon yet oh which i think generationally for both of us we just didn't didn't watch them is like yeah dynasty oh i haven't heard Dallas. of dynasty oh dynasty oh. oh see now i've seen youtube clips oh and it's it's a, a, a veritable treasure trove oh it's everything you'd want mm-hmm. so these were 80s soaps that were uh nighttime soaps that were very glamorous but yeah. um i guess weekly which is odd to think because they were so in keeping with that genre but you'd only mm-hmm. get one installment a week and but like Dynasty is famous because it had uh, Joan Collins was on the show as okay, the yeah. villain. And this is mm-hmm. one where fans of soaps will be mad at me. <laughs> Carrington, Alexis Carrington. I Oh, shoot. I think this is like a cardinal sin of soap talk to oh, right, right. misname her. But because there was Crystal uh-huh. and Alexis. Okay. And they were arch enemies. Crystal was blonde. Joan Collins played Alexis, and she was brunette. Ooh, was brunette evil? She was evil. Uh, <laughs> and they would physically fight on the show. It's almost a precursor oh to Jerry gosh. Springer. And the crazy thing, if you want to have a good YouTube yeah. sesh, uh-huh. if you Google or, or YouTube search Dynasty, like Alexis Crystal fight. Yeah. Because they'd be the actress would be like, exchanging words yeah but as soon as the, the physical fight started it would be stunt doubles <gasps> and it would be very especially if yeah. you could freeze frame it on youtube yeah very apparent <laughs> i love women it with wigs on yeah and it would get crazy <laughs> and they would roll around the floor knock things off the walls yeah throw each other in a fountain yeah good stuff Ooh, good stuff. i will definitely check that out yeah, yeah and i pulled it up and it looks like heather locklear was on it oh that's right yeah yes. yeah yeah. And and uh, the woman who played Crystal mm-hmm. was some superstar of, of 80s soaps whose name I cannot remember right now. Oh, yes. But, but yeah, she... Alexis was... But what what about Crystal? Or... Oh, well, in the in <laughs> 90s, mm-hmm. Joan Collins and the actress who played Crystal did a touring live show. And uh, they toured around the country. What? Doing this. I think it was a comedic send up of yeah. their roles or a parody of their roles yeah. from the show. But I heard a rumor they did not get along behind <gasps> the scenes. Oh, no. And that on-screen rivalry was very much a real thing. So maybe that's why it was so good. That was probably fueled it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. really the animosity was there. Yeah. I, that that gossip's always so interesting of characters that characters too that are like supposed to be like in love with each other or whatever. The actors like can't stand each other in real life. 
Yes. I, isn't that, isn't, and, and, we, and we love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that stuff, oh, too. Oh, yeah. And you're like, like oh, ah, yeah. now I'm, and I'm sure some of those are fake news, you know, because it's like, yeah. oh, now I want to go watch this show to see if I can go oh, that glance. Oh, yeah, she does hate him or like, totally. you know. Yeah. yeah. And occasionally, yeah I, yeah, I bet for publicists it can be a dream come true because it's like yeah. the the, the – Rumor mill, right? Yeah, brings more viewers to the show. But I remember hearing that oh, that like on Charmed that Shannon Doherty didn't get along oh, yeah. with, uh, and that's why, she left, the show. That's why she left the show. And then Rose McGowan came on. Yes. Did you also hear that Charmed is coming back? I did hear that. I I'm can't wait. <laughs> and and that did you hear the 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 new take on it? It's going to be take place in the seventies, apparently. What? Which is kind of odd and feels unnecessary. Yeah. But yeah. It's why? like we're yeah. totally cool with them being modern day. Like, what are they up to? Right. Yeah. We don't need it to. But yeah, they're yeah. going to sort of like reboot it and it's going to be. I wonder if they 70s. have to like kind of they are traveling back in time. That they have be. to justify it because they're not going to look younger than they did, you know, back right. in the day. They're still beautiful, great women, talented, but. You know, You're right. it's exactly. been some time. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just assuming Rose is coming back. I would, well, I do, my, or, my impression oh, or is, is it going to be casting? Oh, recast. So then there might be like an episode where they Should run into one of them. Yeah, that, I would hope that makes sense. That would be yeah a nice you know yeah. a, a nod of 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 you know an homage to the right. original yeah. It would yeah. be nice if it existed in the same universe. So yeah. Could, yeah, or like their kids, or but I guess oh. they they'd still be young. They'd have to kind of really go like twenty years in the future and be like, oh, now their children uh, are like these hot thirty year olds. Oh, that could be yeah, yeah. the next generation. Yeah, yeah, kind of a fuller house, Char- more charmed, more charmed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'll I'll check it out. I hope it's good. I yeah, me too. Yeah, they do I mean, justice. Yeah. So, it's yeah. one of those things like I used to hate reboots, but now yeah. I'm just I don't care anymore. If you yeah. want to reboot something I like, okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. Well yeah. for me, and this I don't think necessarily many people agree with me on this. The thing that I never liked was Broadway adaptations of movies. Oh but I'm coming yeah. around to uh-huh, it and uh-huh. now I'm appreciating it more. Cause I always felt like, oh, are we just so bankrupt for like trying to get more people? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. oh really yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's even more so. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. just trying to fill those seats like yeah you love the movie come see the live show. yeah and that always just bugged me because i want the theater to be a place for original works yes yes you know original works totally i mean that's how i feel about movies is yeah. I'm, I'm like if i have a choice i'm definitely gonna go see the original film over right. a reboot or something because it's like be better yeah and that's I mean. what i want to support is new ideas and not yeah just because reboots too, it's yeah. I feel strongly that it's just kind of cash grab. Right. They right, know right. like the fan base is there, so go ahead and make it, and then they're gonna come whether it's good or bad. And yeah, and it's completely yeah. irrelevant whether it is good or bad. Yeah, it'll just be that. Yeah, and then if it gets happy. so bad that people stop coming, then they just move on to something else and reboot. Hey, yeah. we're gonna reboot Power Rangers now. You know, oh, yes, which they're doing. Which is coming up. It's yeah. It is. There's something um, so cynical about it. But yeah, I I remember Broadway when I was like, what do you mean Mandy Moore is going to play this character on Broadway? And then then after a few Uh, years, it turned into, wait, what do you mean they're taking Amelie and like turning into a show or like Finding Neverland's now a Broadway show? And that's right. See, to me, it's just like it does not draw me to the theater when I hear that. Yeah, yeah. 
It's a deterrent. But 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 I will say, I guess what made me bring come around on that? I guess maybe Did you go see one? Did I even? Or is it just all in theory? In theory, I approve and have yeah. not actually bought a ticket and gone. That might be the case. I can't even yeah. name one that I actually... I think it's just something kind of just tickled me that this idea of anything is content and is this weird continuum between theater and yeah. films. Like, it's all just media. It's all content. You can yeah. recycle it, repurpose it any which way. And I guess yeah. I just, for some reason, conceptually got on board with that more. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's an interesting idea that anything's... Like kind of free domain. Yeah. Can just kind of yeah, that up. is cool. If you were inspired by a movie and you're like, I want to do a staged version of it. Like, yeah, yeah that you could and people wouldn't be like, that's crazy. Like, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, someone's Why like, you do that? yeah. And I see it in this town all the time. People are like, yeah, I'll go see Pulp Fiction on stage. Like, show. Yeah. yeah, there was one for a while that ran for a while. That was oh, good. Yeah. Um, now it's just I'm reading. Um, oh, my God. We were just talking about Glee, Jane Lynch, uh, uh, her autobiography and her thing that really like got her career going was uh, in Chicago with Jill Soloway uh, and Jill Soloway's sister. They did the Brady Bunch show oh, live. I know Jane Lynch was in that. She played Florence Henderson's character. Whoa, no yeah. Idea. Yeah. Oh, so did she come from the, so she came from the Chicago, like, like Second City. Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. That's the part I'm at on the book. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And gets crazy when they did the show, they were just cool. Like, this is fun. We'll see what happens. And opening night, they're literally like drinking beers on a rooftop, getting drunk. And they look down and they're like, oh shit, the show's sold out. We got to go be good, you know? And then like, it just consistently sell out. And then the show creator of Birdie Bunch was, I hate this, shut it down. But then he came out to see what everyone was so crazy about it. He just assumed they were like making fun of it and making it garbage, but they were like genuinely trying to do the characters, you know, because like everyone really loved that show. Yeah. Yeah. It was like an honor of the show. And when he saw it, he loved it so much that he let them keep doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And I feel like, because that was probably like the 90s, is that when that was happening? Yeah, like yeah. It was definitely the show was over and it had been some time, okay. like in between. And it was nostalgic at that point. Yeah, especially so, that yeah. era, I feel like Brady Bunch really, like, because people were so into, like the 90s was all about being retro 60s, yeah, 70s. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Like that was such a yeah time for that to like. Totally. Have a following. Yeah. So it had a big, big old following. Yeah. And I, I feel too, like there's just so much so much content yeah. that it's impossible for us to consume it. So it's like, mm. oh, if there's content being made that I'm not crazy about, there's somebody else that's going to love it. So yeah, someone wants to go. Yeah. You if know, that really appeals see to see all the reboots then and nothing else you do. You boot. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Have at it. <laughs> I'll be over there watching maybe yeah. a Sondheim yeah. revival. Maybe I'll go do that. I know I'm going to be on YouTube watching dynasty. Yeah, I want to see these fights. Oh. <laughs> Get ready for fun. Yeah. It's a good. <laughs> yeah. I also just love the logo of Dynasty. It, it, I don't know how to describe it. It kind of looks like a 90s car chase, but it's not. Oh, that does. Like kind of like, um, you know, cops. It, kind of an aerial it shot. Looks, yeah, the... it looks kind of like what you were saying about Jerry Springer. Like it's, oh, this is not, you know, the bold and beautiful. This is yeah. like the, you ready for some trash people? Like watch Dynasty. Right. And it, and it, it did kind of sort of straddle those two different things of being very aspirational and very glamorous, but also completely trash. 
I love it. Totally. And and the other thing yeah. that was reminding me when you were saying about um, the cliffhanger and the end of the season cliffhanger, uh, Dallas had the famous Who Shot JR, oh. which is the famous, and this was probably from like 1983. Yeah. Again, I wasn't even watching it or even aware of it. I mean, I was a yeah. kid, but that was the big mystery all summer oh. was Who Shot JR. And was that like the first big cliffhanger ever to happen it definitely was like the most famous one yeah because i definitely i've definitely heard of who shot jr and have seen shows like the simpsons parody parody, like who did maggie shoot yeah mr burn who shot mr burns and then you find out at the very end it was maggie oh yeah sorry spoiler yeah punchline before the spoiler alert if you haven't watched that show that was on in 1989 yeah yeah yeah. yeah and i remember south park did a a parody of it but it was like who's cartman's mom oh funny that <laughs> yeah was their... and then they made it seem that was the first time i was like oh my god south park's about to do a cliffhanger and at the very end they're like you'll find out right now and then uh, they just like quickly like oh, reveal everything funny. and yeah, then that's... the end of the episode and it was just kind of like making fun of how psychologically it gets us like when yeah. you're like oh i can't wait you're gonna i'm gonna be there to find out who it is totally totally yeah no yeah. absolutely yeah we want questions answered yeah but but and that's I think that was the thing I found infuriating about soap operas when I was little because, you know, I wanted to watch cartoons. My mom was watching soap operas. So I'm like, mm. why are you watching this? And she's like, well, I want to find out, you know, how Margaret's doing or, you know, oh, and that's... then and then when you find out how Margaret's doing now, you're wondering where Dennis is, you know, right. like it's always to... just going to perpetually be a feeling of not being satisfied because there's now a new problem or that's what you're getting so invested in the characters. Yeah. And there being so many different yeah. storylines. And yeah, that's why I feel like I could get behind. Uh, I know telenovelas and Japanese soap operas are very big on being, this is only one season long. This yeah. is only 20 episodes. And so it's like the ride, you're definitely going to be like, Oh, what's, you know, what's going to happen? What are these characters doing? But then at the end, there's like a nice closure closure. Yeah. It's nice to have that as a viewer. Yeah. yeah. We're like, if you were watching guiding light, you're gonna, probably you probably died before the show ended. Right, right. <laughs> you know? it's viewers. Yeah. yeah. Like general yeah. hospital. There's no way one person is watching every episode every day. Yeah. The entire season. Yeah. 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 Especially because yeah, even to like rerun them has got to be really yeah. confusing and hard to follow. Yeah. So yeah. Episodes mm-hmm. and- oh, yeah. you. No one's ever like, you know what? I think I'm going to go watch General Hospital starting at the very beginning. Right. You know? Right, right, yeah. yeah. You probably just bounce around, see Kiki Martin and then go, OK, I get it. Right. Kiki. Kiki's my. <laughs> What's yeah. Kiki up to? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kiki yeah. Guide me. Yeah, it's like the river. It's like a river. Just exactly. jump in the river. At just some jump point in the river. And, and then when you're ready, you get out of the river and That's right. go live your life. That's right. It's a beautiful metaphor. Thank you. Well, this was so much fun, Michael. So fun. Thank you so much for having (laughs) me. Yeah. Do you want to plug anything? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. Um, I, my YouTube, the best way to find me on YouTube where Mm -hmm. I make my videos and and things is youtube.com slash Michael Lucid Presents. Ooh, fancy. A little fancy. Yeah, I'm yeah, presenting. Yeah. I'm putting on a show. Yes. Love and it. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And, and often you'll see me there in various characters and got a whole coterie of wigs. Love it. Well, that's just, thank you. I, I'm a fan of a wig. Yeah, love me a good too. Wig. Love a good it's, wig. Yes. So fun. <laughs> and one of my go-to characters is my drag lady reporter, Damiana Garcia. Love her. Oh, thank she's you. She's so fun. <laughs> I appreciate that. She's just a lady on the beat. Just <laughs> yeah. Exclusive. She's all about work and hustling and 
really getting those is. stories. Just got to. Yeah, yeah. Pound the pavement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah. welcome you to find me there. And that's right. And she has a Twitter and Instagram too. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Yeah. Uh, Damiana Garcia, D-A-M-I-A-N-A Garcia, G-A-R-C-I-A. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Garcia. And yeah. And you can see who she's, who she's chatting with and all that fun stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please find me there. Yeah, great. All right. Well, thanks again. Thank you. <laughs> a blast. Yes. Talk soon. Talk to you soon. See, I told you Mimo would be okay. He's great. Also, his hair doesn't smell like burnt hair anymore. The entire time after he burned his hair, uh, the entire apartment smelled like burnt hair. That's Mimo for you. He likes to get in there and be in the spotlight. I love that guy. Also, thank you so much, Michael, for being on the show. I had such a great time talking about soap operas. I didn't even realize half those celebrities had started out on soap operas. Ricky Martin, my mind is blown. Guys, you can follow Michael Lucid on his YouTube channel. Subscribe to Michael Lucid Presents. And you can also follow his drag lady reporter, Dominia Garcia, on Twitter and Instagram at Dominia Garcia. And check out his documentary, Dirty Girls. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins for all those sweet, sweet, hot, dumb nerds updates. And remember, when you are going to go on Amazon to shop, type in boardwalkaudio.com slash dumb nerds. Click on that supporter artist button. And then you can shop on Amazon like you normally would. And it's like nothing happened. It's great. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.